0: Written at about the same time as the preceding song, Wo die Schönen Trompetenblassen represents yet another anti-war sentiment, here presented in the guise of a gloomy funeral dirge veiled in mist and mystery. Its musical setting is more subtle and sophisticated than its companion, the song of the prisoner in the tower, though nearly half as long. The tragic hero of the song appears as a ghostly specter to his beloved, Yet Mahler apparently conceived of him as among the living, although appearing as a prophetic vision of his own ghost. Structured in symmetrical rondo form, this song contrasts the soldier's lament in the minor mode with his sweetheart's lyrical song in the major. Mahler fashioned the text from two different poems, patching them together and omitting the last stanzas of one of them, which he did not feel rang true. Once again, Mahler uses a variety of stylized military signals and drum rolls in continuous variation, working them ingeniously into the maiden's love song, as well as making them a quintessential element of the soldier's lament in ghostly echoes from a world beyond the pale. Mahler's inventive use of non-percussion instruments to imitate military drum rhythms becomes a stylistic trademark. None of Mahler's other military songs so markedly contrasts a spectral atmosphere with a tender lullaby. Love and death are a principal dualism in much of Mahler's music. In another dualism, Mahler sets the horrors of war against the routine of everyday life, yet treating the former as if it were merely a part of the latter. The opening tempo marking, Ver dreamily, describes the atmosphere more than the pace. Though lacking a steady march beat as a foundation, the A sections are clearly set in the manner of a funeral march, implicit in the hushed military tattoos and dotted and dactylic rhythms. Palmer suggested that the opening oboe theme bears a curious resemblance to the popular Italian song Funiculi Funiculà, as well as an even stronger similarity to the German folk song called Die Freudenlose. A muted horn call, sounding as if from afar, opens the song. Following the brief oboe tune, a series of chord progressions become increasingly dissonant and demonstrative. They end on an elongated, gruppetto-like figure, leading back to the opening horn call, now accompanied by a trumpet tattoo and swirling fragments of string figuration. Material from this shadowy introduction is used to accompany the vocal line that follows, a typical malarian practice. In D minor, the melody begins on dactylic rhythms on a rising fourth. The first few measures are centered around a minor triad, while the remaining measures proceed stepwise, introducing dotted rhythms all characteristic of a funeral march. The motive of woe is fused into the melody in the minor seconds sung to the words Lysa so recalling Das Klagende Lied. An expanded version of the opening military signals in woodwinds and the return of the opening horn call provide an orchestral bridge passage to the B section in D major and triple meter, which contrasts with the D minor and duple meter of the A section. In response to the soldier's opening question, the B section begins immediately with an arching melody that warms the heart with its simple, tender lyricism. Like the second part of the Soldier's Lament, the Maiden's song is set primarily in stepwise motion, but consists mostly of a combination of trochaic and spondaic rhythms. The accompaniment is as simple as the tune it supports, staying primarily within the melodic line, in strings and flute, and contrasting with the leaner orchestration used for the accompaniment of the Soldier's mournful song. Following the Maiden's verse, A three-measure reference to the military signals that appeared at the beginning of the song shifts from major to minor, an early example of the harmonic motive of fate. A brief return of the A section provides the musical material for a narrative stanza and closes on the same increasingly dissonant chordal progression that appeared in the introduction. A middle section in G-flat seems to grow naturally out of the mist of the last dissonant chord. Over a pizzicato Alberti bass figure, the maiden's words are sung to a melody of Schubertian grace and charm. This new theme is itself an alabre variant of the D major melody from the Maiden's previous stanza. The mournful A section returns in D minor as the narrator describes how the poor maiden wept to the song of a nightingale. Once again, the major to minor military signals from the introduction provide a bridge to the return of the B section. But this time, the soldier's words are set to the maiden's tune. Wind harmonies accompany the melody, breathing the sweet air of pastoral fields. The last words of this stanza O Lieb of Gruna Erden are prophetic of the last lines of their Abschied from Das Lied von der Erde. A long sustained phrase of the, on the word Erden resolves into major to minor horn calls that bring back the A-section, again accompanied by military tattoos in trumpet and oboe that end in the minor, also connotive of the motive of fate. Frequent major-to-minor shifts in the melodic line highlight the tragic nature of the song. Notice how the A section's theme takes on the character of the B section, implying that the lovers merge in their tragic fate. The song closes with the theme of the A section in the horns over a variation in the voice, singing of trumpets blowing over the green turf of the soldier's grave. The sentiment reflects der Abschied, in its touching evocation of nature and fate. Trumpet calls and horn signals quietly fade into the veiled netherworld as the song ends.
1: is oh. Of <laughs> am No.